Paragdalad Mishnah Vav Ha'arulav Kleokarim Mitztarfin Ze'em Ze'a Ha'arulav and Kleokarim can be mitztarf one with another. For example, Im Nafasa Mishtein Pafasa from both of them fell into a mixture that has Pafas Mimbasayim less than 200 Sa of Heter. So now it'll Aser that mixture. And the chain is so too in this arvu bedavalach shel heter. If they got mixed into a davalach, some like a liquid of heter, min b'sheino mino, how he mitzdarv the mitzdarv to answer the mixture by giving tam, by giving flavor. Shem yesh b'shneim. If you have them both of them together to give flavor in the heter, then the mixture would be answer. Eb shimon omer ain't a mitzdarv and not mitzdarv. Shimon argues. Afulinus arvu, even if they get mixed into a lach, into a, a, a liquid mixture. Ushneim nos and botam echen, they both give one tam of iser. Nevertheless, they're not mitzdarif to answer the taruvis. If each one of them, on its own, does not have the koach to give tam in the mixture of heter, then everything will be mutter. And if Shimon's reasoning is, Levisha'arla and Kleakarim are shnei shemos, they're two separate lavin of iser. The call she'ena mishim echad. If they're not coming from the same love, then they're not going to be mitzdarif. Habeget a garment where the shear, in order to receive tumas midras from a zav, it has to have three by three tefachim, and in order to receive all other tumaos, it has to have three by three fingers, and the hasak sak is like a sack where the shear to receive tuma, whether tumas midras or whether other tumaos, it has to have four by four tefachim. Hasak v'ha'ar, the shear of ar of hide. In order to receive all tumaos, it has to have five tvachim by five tvachim. Ha'ar v'ha'mapetz, mapetz is a arig shel guma. It's uh, woven of guma is reeds, like like a mat, uh, or similar items like that. The shear, in order to receive all tumaos, has to have six tvachim by six tvachim. Mitzdarfin ze'em ze'a. So these are all mitzdarif to mitame, like the more kal, more lenient shear of them. So for example, ha-beged mitzdarif l'sak. Beged and sak are mitzdarif. Li-tame, to be mitame. Rock only when there's a shear of four tvachim by four tvachim. Why is that the more lenient shear? Because if you look back, beged, we said the shear for tumas midras hazav was three tvachim by three tvachim. And for other tumas was three fingers by three fingers. Sak whether it's Tumas Medjus, whether it's other Tumas, was four Tvachim by four Tvachim. So going with the larger shear to be more lenient. And so too, Sak is Messiah for R for a shear of five Tvachim by five Tvachim. We said that R, the shear, was five Tvachim, whereas Sak, the shear, was four Tvachim. So again, we're going with the larger shear, which would be more lenient. R is Messiah for Mapats. R was five Tvachim, Mapats was six Tvachim. So in our in mapats will be mitzdarif for the share of six tefachim by six tefachim. We go with the larger share because that's going to be the more lenient approach. Avalola habach, but not the opposite. The high new she'ain asak mitzdarif lebeged have a hashem shear to masai. Chaim bekulam he never akal mitzdarif lebeged hachamer she yashem akal shear to hachamer. So when combining two of these items together, we're not going to combine it to the smaller shear to be more machper. We're only going to combine it, combine it to add it to the larger shear to be more lenient. Rabbi Shimon, oh, Rabbi Shimon says, Because they are right in Metame Moshev. What does that mean? So even though we went earlier in Mishnah Gimel, that if their Shirim are not equal, they're not Mitzdarif, nevertheless, these are Mitzdarif, says Rabbi Shimon. Because if one of the Tumos, of Tumos Azav, their Shirim is all going to be equal. And that is, if one cuts a piece from, all, from, from any of these, a piece the size of a Tevach by a Tevach, 
and he's been it for the yeshiva, for Hazav to sit on it. So now it is a Bikabal Tumas Hazav because of Moshe Hazav. And since we find that by Tumas Moshe Hazav, all of their Shurim are equal, so therefore, Mitzitarif from him, they'll be Mitzitarif for other Tumas as well. Okay, with that we conclude Perek Dalid. Moving on to Perek Hey Mishnah Aleph. Opening up with a brief introduction, Yeshram, there are things where a person is nana from them, and there's no loss to the item he's having enough from. They don't go down in their value. For example, one who uses a golden kli, he uses it, he washes it out, and he's done. The kli is still the same. Whereas there are some things that they do go down in value. For example, a beged, or you know, you wear a beged, it gets worn out, or a silver or copper that can get you know uh, worn out. So the mission is going to focus here now that one of us enough from hektish, the dafra hanifkam, or something that's going to depreciate, it's going to go down in value. Uh, what exactly is going to be the share of this of meila? Says the Mishnah. Hanane shave pruta mina hektish. One was enough for the value of a shave pruta from hektish. Af alpi shaloi pogam. Even the shaloi hivches mishavev, the item he had enough from, did not go down in value at all. Nevertheless, mal is over this of meila. It's high to be a carbon meila and to pay karen bechomesh. Different Rabbi Kiva's Rabbi Kiva's opinion. If it's something with the derech is that it goes down in value, it depreciates, gets ruined, then leimal achiyivkom. So the one who's having hana is not over this of meila until he has achiyen, until he has hana v'shavah pruta v'ayiv shavah pruta v'yivkom, and he causes some kind of loss for the value of a shavah pruta. Whereas something where it does not get ruined when you use it, then kevin shenana mal. Once you have enough of it, you're over the issue of meila. In Keta, the Mishnah digresses. Nasna katla b'tzavara. So sheresh shasharet shal zav mishal hektish. You put a golden uh, necklace uh, uh, from hektish on yourself, or tabas biyada. This is talking about a woman that does this, or tabas biyada, or a tabas zav, a golden ring on her finger of hektish. So too for a man, it doesn't matter, but just the context is a woman. So if she puts a golden bracelet of hektish on her, or a golden ring uh, on her on her from hektish, or shasa because she'll zav, she drinks from a golden uh, cup of hektish, all of these, they don't get nifkam, they don't go down in their value. And therefore, kivan shenehenes, once there's hana, lepachos, uh, at least the value of a shavapruta, mala, there'll be an iser of me'ila, and once chayat, they bring carbon me'ila. And we are mashar kama ish. How much would a woman uh, give in order to borrow these, you know, pieces of jewelry and adorn herself with it? So, how much would you pay? How much would you pay for it? Uh, and for what kind of time period would you pay for it? Um, then we evaluate that measurement to mechayver to pay hektish for the karen v'chomish and for the carbon. Lavash bechaluk, one who dresses himself with a garment of hektish. Or kisa betalis, he dresses himself with a uh, talis of hektish. So talis is going to be the upper garment on top of your shirt. Or bika bikaridom, one who chops you know wood with an axe of hektish. So all of these items, in contrast to the previous items, they do go down in value. The golden uh, goblet or the necklace or the or the, or the or the ring, all those things, they don't go down in value at all. But these things will go down in value. So here leimal achi yifkom. There's no issue of meila until you actually make. It go down in value, uh, for and you make it go down the value of a shavapruta. Mal sides for the nut that you have from it of a shavapruta, you also have to make it go down in value by a shavapruta. And the Mishnah mentions in the Reisha the case of a ish of a woman, 
and the safer case of an isha man, because the isha, the derech is to wear jewelry, and the ish, his derech is to wear, uh, you know, this talis and to um, and to use the axe, etc., like we mentioned earlier. And the gemara explains that by something where nifkam la'alter, something that gets ruined immediately when you use it, like me'il elyon, like an like a upper cloak. Shalovshay, one who wears it, pygma, he ruins it right away, either by scratching against the wall, or he's, you know, sweating and his zeya goes into the garment. So even if Yakiva will agree to the Chamim, Shalomal Adjitkom, he's not over this of Me'ila until he actually makes it go down in value. So what's the Machlokas? The Machlokas of Yakiva and the Chamim is only by Belvush Benayim. The Levush Benayim, meaning that according to Yakiva, Hoyal Ve'enethkam La'atir, a garment which is like in the middle. It's not the the upper garment, but it's in the middle of your layer of clothing. So Bikiva holds that since it doesn't get ruined immediately, so we give it the din kedever like something she ain't darkly pugging. But the derech is it's not going to get ruined. And therefore, once it's a nav, it's a pruta. At that moment, it's over this of meila. Whereas the cham hold that no, since it will get ruined la'achasman after time, it does fall. It does fall in the category of pagam uh, something that got ruined. And therefore, a kaldavishish pagam is not moil until he actually makes the pagam in that garment or in the item that they're using. Talash, one who uproots a piece of wool, menachatas, makarban chatas. And so too for other kachay kachim as well. Kishi when the animal's alive, lomal achayivkom. There's no issue of me'ila until he causes an actual pagam. The Gemara explains that we're talking about a case of a chatas, balasim, where it has a blemish. So, shihimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimim